Is it working? Are we here? Are you muted? How about there, you, there you go. Yeah, so we've got yeah, we're rusty at this. Well, definitely <laughs> uh, my yeah, my computer decided that it was not having a good time. All right. Well, as long as we're uh, still live. I believe that we are, but I okay. don't see us <laughs> here on my display. Oh. Yeah, so let's can, can, can you here. hear us now? Yeah, right. Okay, more Morehead says hi. We're good. All right, all right. Well, he can. So, can anybody see us? I can. You can hear us, but can you see us? Is my big thing. Does that make us John Cena? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's weird. Gotta love first time. Yeah. Technical stuff. Man, we probably should have done a practice run or something. <laughs> Well, everything looks good on the actual uh, episode I'm seeing here on Facebook. So we're going to roll with it. Uh, all, right. all right. So it's just my computer, which that's fine. We can we can work through that. I'm all good with that. So uh, welcome, everybody, into this cluster of a show so far. Uh, episode 69 of Ileana Stock Car Radio and what I am calling the Super Cup Special. So uh, we've got uh, Eric Heddens. Uh, over the Midwest Super Cup Series, he's coming on. Then a graduate of the Super Cups, Connor Kozowski, uh, currently a Mid-Am Series competitor at the Grundy County Speedway. Uh, Chris, I always like when our guests volunteer. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of our favorite things because we know half the show is already written for us. Yeah, which is great. And we kind of already uh, you know, talked to guys a little bit off air. And Yeah, I think Eric did about, about half of his interview before we uh, attempted to go live and then your computer blew up. Yeah, it's something. Uh, it did not like something, and and I have no preview of the stream here, so we're gonna wing this. But it's gonna be all right. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we do our best work when we wing things. So, uh, uh, have we tried a different way yet? Uh, no, not to my knowledge, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna try it anyways. Uh, all so, right. So let's uh, not beat around the bush here, because who knows long, how long my computer will last. <laughs> I'm bringing Eric Heddens, like I said, owner of the Midwest Super Cup Series uh eric welcome into the broadcast hello gentlemen good to see you again now that yes. everything's good working good to see you again <laughs> yes good to see you i although i can see you in a, just a little screen down there so <laughs> it's, it's working <laughs> uh so eric welcome to the show thanks for volunteering like i said uh, uh makes it very easy when we have uh willing participants <laughs> is it a participation thing or is it, is it a like you know you know, am, am I just willingly giving myself to the masses here? <laughs> well, we're going to find out. And uh, it's like Moorhead saying it's like a bad Japanese movie, and the lips and the voice are way off. So, well, uh, um, yeah, let's see. I really don't know how to fix that. Let's see. <laughs> that was good. Sorry. That was really good. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Yeah, I know, right? So we're we're gonna, we're gonna go on anyways, and if the live video is kind of messed up, you guys can catch us. Yeah, this is a audio. good segue for the audio. Yeah, you catch us on the audio only. It'll be posted later uh, to Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we're working on getting a couple others. But it'll be up later in the recorded version. But anyways, let's not let this waste a good time. Uh, so Eric, Midwest Super Cup Series. Uh, I, I've I've talked about it on here multiple times i love these things so let's start uh first how, just how you got involved with the super cups well bottom line is my kid 
Uh, Ashlyn, my daughter, wanted to go racing, so we went and found her a car and bought it, and the rest is history from there. Uh, and it's just gotten crazier, honestly. <laughs> uh, we went from one car to two, and from two to three, and then from three to, hey, I think we can build some of these parts or sell some of these parts or help people out, so we started Edmonds Motorsports. And then in 2020, the, the former CSR series was starting to kind of tank out, uh, with low car turnout and, and that kind of thing. And there, at the time there was three series in the Midwest here. And I sat down with a couple of guys and said, there's no reason we can't bring them all together and race, you know, under the same rules and, and have a lot of fun. Uh, so that's what we did. That's how Midwest got started. Uh, we took three rules packages from three different series and we went through them and kind of, you know, got rid of some stuff, added a few other things, came up with a common ground rule package that would allow all these cars within the Midwest to run together, um, bringing up the car count and bringing up participation. So, uh, you know, it's it, so far, you know, we got through our first year. The inaugural season was great. Crowned us the first champion with Landon Hawking. Um, you know, it was, it was a great success and we're looking forward to, you know, the second year out here and, we start up in less than a month. Yeah, I were talking even just uh, you know, the first year of this kind of combined new series, uh, you know, social media following kind of blown up. He said a thousand followers over in the last year. Um let's see, 24 cars now. Looks like uh you guys are gonna have this year. So uh definitely things blowing up for you guys. Yeah, it uh with the merger for the Great Lakes series, everything kind of you know took off and uh, we've been doing a lot of shows and a lot of promotion over the past, you know, 14, 16 months. And and it seems to be paying off. We've got uh, quite a few rookies starting out this year. The most we've ever had uh, since we since I've been racing the Super Cups with my daughter. We haven't seen the rookie count that we got this year ever. So it, it's quite exciting. Uh, we've got a couple. Uh, we got a young girl starting out. Uh, Michaela, she's excited and and we're excited for her. Nine years old. Just got her first wow. car. Um, you know, and then we got, uh, Mike and Peller. He's going to be starting out with us this year. Another nine-year-old, um, great kid. Met him at the driver's meeting. Really looking forward to having him out there. Uh, we've got, uh, Summit Rossiteer, another rookie for Super Cups. Uh, but he's coming out of a couple years of driving, uh, go-karts on the road courses. His family travels all over the place doing the go-kart stuff. So I know they just got back from Florida and North Carolina a couple weeks ago. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We got, you know, and we've got some older rookies starting too. So, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Cause uh, definitely seems like in the series, you have a broad spectrum of, of ranges. You know, you got the young folks coming in you have, uh, you know, say more seasoned drivers that just kind of looking to still stay in the seat and just have some fun uh, and just kind of mess around a little bit. Yeah, and I'm hoping uh, this year to see some more of that. You know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, you always wish for the best and, and you know, take what you can get. But I really think we're going to have a good season. I think it's going to be competitive. Last year was unbelievably competitive as far as the Super Cups mm -hmm. went. I mean, you know, we had that one race, two cars that were less than two hundredths of a second apart at the finish line. <laughs> I mean, how do you go wrong? You know, you're right. putting on a good show for the fans. The fans love it. Um, you know, the kids in the stands, they love it. Uh, you really can't go wrong. And yeah. bottom line, you know, I do it for these kids. That's what I'm doing it for. Mm -hmm. The future of racing, 
that's I, you know that's what it's been since day one for me and that's what it'll be going forward so yeah i've, I've seen a lot of kids down there by your uh, your show car you got at the end of the the uh, uh midway there grundy yeah, yeah, that was. I think that was the number one hotspot for uh, for <laughs> selfies last year at Grundy County. Was that car? Um, I believe it. And you know what? If Jeremy knew it was down there, he'd go get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to venture down that way. You know, it, it, it was a great idea to put that out there. You know, got the kids up close and personal with the actual size of the car. Um, you know, they you'd had the TV screen in it, so you could you know watch our highlights and whatnot and. And so yeah, it it was it was uh, it was kind of nice. It'll be back out there again this year. Yeah, so you know, for maybe some people tuning in that maybe are maybe don't know really know much about the mini cup cars, uh, you know what what are they? Uh, a super cup car is basically a half scale late model. You know, uh, a lot of guys call it a go kart on steroids, <laughs> but you know, it's it's pretty much exactly that. Uh, it's a full containment car. You've got a full chassis, just like a late model, just like a you know NASCAR would. Um, they run on single cylinder, four stroke engines, and are capable of speeds you know up to seventy five mile an hour. So it just depends on you know track conditions and where you're racing and track size and all that. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You know the kids have fun with it. The adults that are racing have fun with it. Thomas, he had some fun with it. <laughs> See, I feel like there's a story there that we got to explore. Well, TC Thomas, uh, last season in the Corporal Christian Smith race, which is named after his uh, his son, um, uh, second heat, decided to go out, and he got tapped a little bit on the left rear, but just enough to send him sideways and barrel rolling. And uh, we're happy he came out pretty mm. much unscathed and a little shook up but he was happy and yeah it, it was interesting i think that's the worst one i've seen yeah i mean especially like at grundy i mean we've seen him oh you yeah know, my daughter rode the wall for her first race out there i know you remember that one chris mm -hmm. you know but i've never never witnessed one barrel roll until last season so yeah, barrel yeah. rolling uphill too yeah and barrel rolling <laughs> uphill too towards the outside wall yeah Yep, which, you know, in a way, it, it was a good thing because it brought on more safety for us. Mm -hmm. um, we now require these drivers to have full containment seats. You know, they got to have a window net on the right side of the car now so their arm doesn't fly out. Uh, you know, there was a few things in, in some amazing good anchor photography <laughs> that we caught that was able to, you know, put us in a different position to keep these people, you know, these drivers even safer yeah. than before. Yeah, you, you hate to be the reason for the safety notice, but I'm glad TC came out right. to uh, implement some of that stuff. Right, exactly. You don't ever want to be that guy, but thank God, you know, we were able to come out with some better ideas on how to keep these drivers safe and, and keep this sport growing for years to come because, you know, let's face it, if you ain't got participation, you ain't got a series, you don't have mm -hmm. a racetrack, you know, everything falls off the wayside and that's not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to grow. We're trying to expand. Uh, you know, we're trying to get new tracks, new people, and new faces. And as long as we can keep pushing forward the way we have been, I don't see it being a problem. Yeah, especially uh, you know, especially when you know you're you're really looking to get the the younger kids involved. You know, their parents. Obviously, safety is going to be uh, of a, a big concern. Yes, absolutely. You know, the safer I can keep their kids. You know, the better I sleep at night and, uh, 
the better to, you know, their kid, you know, they had the ability to grow and get faster and, and do better things, you know, grow, you know, just like Connor. Connor's, you know, he's in a mid-am now. He spent quite a few years in a Super Cup. I love seeing him in a, in a mid-am, be honest with you, because he can drive. You know, he's doing a great job in that car. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the experience he gained from the Super Cup is, I think, what put him there. So, you know, as far as as far as kids go, if you're coming out of a go-kart, this is this is the next best thing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's a kind of a good step to uh, you know, get your feet wet in in you know, in the stock car world for sure. Uh definitely wish I had something like that would have been available to me when I came out of go-karts. <laughs> uh, you know, definitely would have been a great stepping stone. Uh so you know, you talk about this is a stepping stone, uh, you know, a, a good place, you know, the driver can start their career, or maybe go to, uh, you know, maybe some of the veteran drivers can go to, to have fun. What, what is your initial cost to, to get a car? Uh, you know, your maintenance costs, uh, you know, what, what are you looking at if you wanted to get into the mini cups? Well, you know, you can find a, you know, a decent used car, you know, pretty much anywhere in this, in the United States for 35 to $6,500. Uh, you know, a new car is going to cost you ten to twelve thousand, but it's still a minimal investment when you think of, you know, what a mid-am cost or what a street stock would cost you to put together or a late model. Um, you know, just starting out, this is a great way to just get started, uh, and it's affordable. You know, as far as maintenance, mm-hmm. we change the oil every couple of races. You know, make sure your nuts and bolts are tight, and away it goes. You know, there's not a whole it's not very time consuming for the parents or whoever's going to work on the car for their child. It's not very time consuming weekly. I mean, you know, if you do it right and you do it, you know, on a regular schedule, it's a couple hours a week. And I spend more time than that traveling to baseball games and soccer games. So, (laughs) yeah, Jeremy, I can't help but feel like you're taking notes here. (laughs) Well, I am a little bit, you know, it's, you know, I'm under strict instruction. Well, you know, he's taking help because he's he's looking at getting one of these. We're gonna get him in one. Why? He just hey. said he's only got time during intermission to watch us. So you know, he can That's... jump in a car and run for 20 laps, get out and do what he has to do. I mean, I I, I could. So uh, you know, <laughs> you know, we're we're working on it. As far as like tires, uh, you know, what what does tires cost? How do tires last? Uh well, tires are a big just expense. like everybody else, Hoosiers, you know, raise their rates, they you know product is hard to find it's hard to get uh right now a set of hoosiers are running about 500 dollars for these cars slightly more but you know with tax and shipping or whatnot depending on where you're getting them from uh but you know you're gonna get you know a season at least two seasons out of a set of tires normally before you're you know you're burning them up i get two seasons out of an engine before i refreshen it you know and, and to refresh a motor as long as you don't tear it up and put a hole in the block like Ashland did last year, they're, they're pretty cheap to, you know, to recondition and get back. You know, you're talking a couple of hundred bucks versus a couple thousand for a bigger car, you know, mm-hmm. um, bearings, you know, we, we maintain them. We, you know, clean them out with brake cleaner and just throw a little spray lube in them and away you go. Um, so, I mean, the maintenance end of it is not that much as far as, you know, price or time for that matter. I mean, it's very cost effective to get your kid into one of these race cars and they have a lot of fun doing it. I mean, I I love going to the races and seeing a kid smile when he Mm -hmm. takes that checkered flag. 
I know Chris gets a kick out of it when he's down yep. there. You know, it's big for them kids when they get that checkered flag. It means a lot. And you know, I, I, I look forward to seeing more of that this year and, and hopefully it won't be the same, you know, Landon Hawking every, you know, for seven <laughs> races, but I, you know, I can't, I, I can't hate on him either. He did a fantastic job last season. Yeah, he I did. mean, it drove the wheels off that car every race and yeah. you know, coming down him and Sinertia coming down to the championship. I think that was, that might've been the tightest race out of all the divisions right i mean what do we have eight points between first and second something like that yeah i mean them kids busted their tails all season long and it showed and Mm -hmm. they had a lot of fun doing it you know and and that's that's what matters most you know i'd rather see them out there having fun than sitting in front of a video game or (laughs) you know whatever they they Mm -hmm. do these days but yeah it's it's a lot of fun to watch these kids grow yeah, and I think the biggest thing, yeah, the kids out there having fun because uh, I think a lot of us adults that are involved in motorsports forget that it's supposed to be fun. Right. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing, you know, I I I I care more about the kids than I do the adults, honestly. I love having the adults out there. They have a fun time. That's all great. But they know how to maintain their own stuff. They know how to do their own thing. You know, they can even drive to the track where these kids, you know, they depend on mom and dad, you mm-hmm. know, or grandma and grandpa and, you know, I, what I, what gets me is I love seeing these kids working on their own stuff, you know, put a wrench in a kid's hand and they'll never forget it, you know? And, and and unfortunately it's not done enough these days because we got the video games and the cell phones and the, you know, so nobody takes the time out, you know? Oh, Oh, Johnny's in the bedroom playing on the video game. We'll just leave him alone. No, drag him out to the shop, make him do something, (laughs) you know, teach him a skill, Mm -hmm. a life lesson. You know, there's a lot of things that can be taught in racing besides how to steer the car and how to put your gas pedal down. Right. So, you know, that that's what it's about for me. It's it's about, you know, getting the next generation educated more or less, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we talked a, a little bit about last season, your inaugural season, obviously uh, Landon and and, and Sinertia kind of dominating this a little bit. But uh, just kind of do a quick recap of the 2021 season uh, kind of from your seat. Uh, you know, 2021 was a, was a great season. It was uh, hectic at times. It was uh, stressful at times. Did a lot of video watching the first part of the part of the season. Uh, you know, to but you can't. It was expected. You know, first season out. I've never done this before. You know, I didn't own a series. You know, it was it was a just a whim that we could do this, and with help of you know Grundy County Speedway and Steve Bechtel and and Chris and and Joe and Carrie and all the staff over there, we made it a success. You know, we did what we had to do and, and, and push through the limits. And, and, you know, sometimes we were doing it at two, three, four in the morning. And, you know, you can look up my Facebook account. It's I'm always <laughs> posted at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, but uh, you know, we did what we had to do to make it a success. As far as the drivers, we had phenomenal drivers last year. It was it was amazing. You know, Cy Salinas, it, it learned so much from his first race mm-hmm. to his last race. He, he got so much better over the season. JoJo Fadke, another one. She, you know, she got better as the season progressed. Yep. Um, you know, and then you got Sinertia and, and Landon Hawking. They went at it each time. You know, every time it seemed like they were going at it pretty heavy. You know, and then uh, last year, my daughter didn't drive for me, but I had Alex Ertman in the car for me. 
And Alex did a fantastic job. I mean, you know, he was the one that was had the closest finish at the you know at the end of the race there mm-hmm. between him and uh, uh, Landon. You know, they were battling it door for door for a few laps, and and finished off two three hundreds from each other. So, you know, overall the season was a great success. You know, the speedway was fantastic and and took very good care of us. And you know, um, I, I look forward to doing it again. I you know I think I think with the growth that we've had in the off season. And, you know, everything that we're doing on the backside right now, I, I think 2022 is, is going to be a record year for the Super Cups, especially, you know, from the Midwest Series. Yeah, we talk about yeah. the 2022 season. Let's let's preview it just a little bit. Obviously, I think you said, what, 26 races or 24 races? Yeah, 26 races total for this season. Uh, 21 but, or 11 races at Grundy County Speedway. Uh, we've got 10 races on the uh, Midwest Super Cup Series Great Lakes side. And then we've got five Wednesday night races at the Berlin Speedway in Michigan. So the Ber- the Wednesday night races uh, is the Midwest Super Cup Series shootout. So it's five races for one title and, you know, crown the champion after the five. Uh, as far as the Grundy County side, we're going to do a champion on the Grundy County side. We're also going to do a champion on the Great Lakes side. And then we're going to tie the two together, and this is where we get the participation and the car count on both ends. Uh, we're going to take the Grundy County points and the Great Lakes points, and we're going to add them together for an overall championship for, for the Midwest Super Cup Series. Nice. So nice. you got you know this year you've got four chances to be a you know to be a champion, whether you race the Wednesday night races or you you know race Grundy or you race on the Great Lakes side you've got an opportunity there to be crowned champion for 2022. It's a lot of racing. And as we talked about kind of off air, you you guys still looking to add more. I am looking to add more. Um, You know, I'm in talk still with a couple other racetracks. We're looking at Springport in Michigan. Uh, And like I told you off air, I've talked to Tony uh, Eldridge from South Bend and Plymouth. Um, You know, he had a date for me, but I couldn't make it work. So, Hopefully we'll, you know, be able to make something work here in the, in the next couple of weeks or month. And he'll have an opening that he can slide us in and, and we'll go put on a show and, and the fans will love it. I mean, you know, I, I expect an average of 13 to 15 cars this year per, you know, just average. I know a couple of our drivers that are just starting out uh, like the rookies and such, they're not going to travel from one side to the other. They just want to get their feet wet first. And I get that, uh, you know, so we're going to, but we're going to have, quite a few that do travel and it's, it's going to be an exciting show wherever we go. You know, we got uh, one race that, and, and it's at Mottville Speedway. Chris, you ever been to Mottville? <laughs> I, that's, it's on my bucket list, but I have not actually made it out there yet. I know about most of the people, I think I know at South Bend have raced there or currently raced there. So that's, that's on the list of things I need to accomplish as soon well, as I get an open weekend. You need to get on my schedule and figure out when I think I'll be there July 23rd. I think the day. Get it on your calendar and come visit and watch the Super Cup take on Mottville's, All right. Mottville's uh, racetrack there because I hear it's an exciting one. And it I, is, I've heard some stories. Yes. That, is, that is July 23rd, so that is confirmed. And then as far as as far as far the start of the season, we, uh, we open up our season opener at Grundy County on uh, May 6th. And then on May 20th, we're doing the Corporal Christian Smith Memorial Race again. Uh, it'll be the second year in a row for that race. I don't know what the purse is going to be yet. We're still trying to get all that dialed up. 
Um, but it's probably going to be another good one. Last year, uh, we paid out a little over $5,000 uh, for that race alone. Wow. So it's it's going to be an exciting, it's going to be exciting. And we're looking forward to it. And, you know, the, the Christian Smith race is a huge, uh, huge thing for me. Uh, Thomas TC, he's a good friend. And, uh, you know, we need to pay respects to his son and, and, and we're going to do it every year that we can. So, you know, Christian, I've heard lots of stories about Christian and, and all of them make you laugh. I don't care what the story is. It's always a good one. Uh, and Thomas knows how to tell him, um, you know, and, and it's, it's just good to, to, uh, be able to share that with everybody and, and, uh, you know, the fans in the stands and our racers and, you know, give back a little bit for, for, you know, what he sacrificed for us. So, you know, that, that's, you know, we're excited about it again. Uh, obviously we're doing, uh, the, the twins again this year at Grundy. We are out there for fan appreciation night towards the end of the year. Um, double points night, a lion eye stock car night. Uh, so it, it's going to be a good season. We're on the calendar for a lot of great races at Grundy. The fans over there, they're real supportive of us and we have a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it again. We got the booth again this year, Chris. So you'll see me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I bounce around that place like, a, you know, like I'm on. Yeah. Or something. Uh, t- you've seen me bounce around there. yeah i know you're, you're, you're just like me it's fat. we're fast we get through there um you know and then as far as this year you know we're, the sponsorship's kind of off a little bit from what we were last year uh to be expected with you know the economy and the inflation and gas prices and you know nobody can afford to do anything right now so you know the sponsorship is down a little bit but we we still have you know quite a few awesome sponsors on our on our plate this year you know darcy's is coming back we've got uh, cyclone graphics uh superior image creations we've got a new one this year for us is rck law firm out of joliet uh they came on board to help us out and help the kids out uh we've got pontiac recycling down in pontiac illinois jerry's glass and lock over there in morris he's a hometown favorite if you ever need glass or key cut go see go see uh Dwayne over there and then uh, last, we got the old 66 Family Restaurant down in Dwight, which is also a new sponsor for us this year. And uh, they have some great food down there. So if you're ever passing through Dwight, stop and get yourself a meal. See, Chris, I love, I don't <laughs> even have to prompt the guests. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tee nothing up. I just let them do their thing. And they, they just knock it out of the park every time. It's yep. great. Uh, you know, aside from the sponsors, uh, you know, which that makes everything in motorsports go around. Uh, literally, much, yeah, literally, quite literally, <laughs> uh, it does. Obviously, the people make it go around as well, and I'm sure you got a lot of great people involved this series helping you out as well. You know, yeah, this year, this year is, uh, you know, we're we're stepping it up a little bit. Uh, you know, Scott Poole, uh, he's coming back as our tech director again this year, which is amazing. We, I'm thankful for that. He is an excellent guy for that, you know, for that uh, spot. Uh, we're still on the hunt for a race director for this year. Um, don't know what we're going to do there yet. Got some ideas, just haven't pinpointed it down. I figure I got about another three weeks to decide. <laughs> and then uh, no, pr- no pressure, right? No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. And then, like like know, a real I, racer. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the, the guys that helped me, you know, when I was putting this all together, they're still around the corner. You know, they're, they're not active, active, but, you know, if I need them for something, they're there for me to lean on them and get the information I need to, you know, to proceed with what we're trying to do. So, uh, all told, you know, we do have a good group of guys behind us. 
you know, we've got a good group of tracks behind us. We've got the M40, we've got New Paris, uh, Angola, you know, Mottville. We've got the Grattan uh, Road Course. We've got uh, Gingerman and South Haven. Uh, we've got uh, Blackhawk Farms, Grundy County Speedway. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. And, and, you know, without those people that run those facilities, you know, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. So, you know, we are excited. It's, it's going to be a great, great season. We look forward to lots of close racing, lots of tight racing. Um, you know, we like to we like to say we're the only Super Cup series in the area that will let you trade paint. So, you know, we, we want we want to grow racers and we want to have people that want to race and race hard. So that that's and that's what they do. And, and we love every minute of it. So hopefully, you know, it'll be a good season. Everybody will be happy. We'll put on a good show for the fans. I know the daughter's car is going to turn some heads this year. Chris, I'll send you a picture when we're done. Oh, all right. I haven't went live with it yet, so nobody knows it's coming. But when I get it back from Cyclone, you're going to know. <laughs> it's like uh, Billy, Billy Jr. at Cyclone Graphics has been instrumental. Mm. And getting us our, you know, contingency stuff, you know, all our contingency stickers and stuff. And this is the first time ever that I'm doing a wrap on a vehicle. So it, it's it's something new for me. I, I like to paint them <laughs> and make them sparkle. Uh, mm. So, but what we're trying something different this year to get the kids involved and get the uh, get the fans involved. So, Chris, when you see it, you have to you have to well, tell I, me. What I think. can't wait. <laughs> I, you know, I know how Chris likes car design, so I'm sure he's all amped up and ready to see it. I know and how then, much you like wrapping them. Uh, well, I, yeah. I'm not, I, like I said, I'm a paint guy. I like to paint them. I, I, I like glitter and, and flake and, and uh, you know, pearls. And this is a first for me, so we'll see. And then I was out, well, last week sometime I met Connor's dad uh, to pick up some body panels from him that he had for me. And I uh, was talking to him. Uh, Connor, you, you you better get that car on that track this year. We need to see you back out there in that little Super Cup, man. There's a lot of people that want to see you back in that Super Cup car for even if even if it's for a race. I think the gauntlet has been laid down. We'll see if he answers the challenge here in a little bit. Uh, but Eric, before we let you go, uh, for everybody out there, if there's somebody that wants to get involved, wants to contact you, uh, more information beyond what you've provided here. How can they get a hold of you or the series information in general? All they got to do is go to the website, MidwestSuperCupSeries.com. All my contact information is on there. Our schedule's on there. Uh, we try to keep up to date with it as much as we can uh, and add anything new that's going on or, uh, you know, any of that. So, yeah, that would be the best place, you know, to get all the information for Super Cups in this area. And uh, if there's anything further, just drop me a line. Drop me, you know, send me an email, send me a message. You know, call my phone. It's on 24 hours a day, and I'm usually up 23, so <laughs> it's okay. Oh, awesome. Eric, thanks for uh, volunteering as Tribune uh, <laughs> to be subject to this torture, and uh, we definitely well, look, look forward to seeing you at the track this year, man. I yep. appreciate it, and uh, maybe we'll do this again here in the near future. Sounds All like right. a plan. Thanks for coming right. on. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, yep. Chris. Have a good night, yep. guys. And transferring from the Mini Cups, uh, now a graduate driver of the Mini Cup series, Connor Kazowski. He's been patiently waiting, probably <laughs> doing schoolwork, I'm guessing. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, that's important, I hear, you know. But, Just uh, a little bit, yeah. A few, few years <laughs> for myself. But, Connor, welcome into the show, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. 
thanks for patiently waiting. Uh, yeah, no big so, deal. Uh, figured it'd be uh, good to have you on here. I think uh, you know we'll kind of talked to you a little bit last year about possibly doing some stuff here with us, and yeah, uh, yeah. thought this was a good uh, opportunity to bring you in. Obviously, the Mid Am Rookie of the Year last year. I think fifth in points last year, if I yep, read that right. That's correct. Uh, so definitely a good year on track for you last year. But uh, as we mentioned, graduate of the Super Cup Series. So uh, kind of take me all the way back, man. How did you get involved in, in racing? Yeah, so I think it was uh, 2013. So we have a fishing house in Braidwood, and our neighbor was like, hey, do you guys want to go to the races with us? And we're like, where is there a racetrack around here? That's before I even knew about Grundy, but before I knew about any of that. Um, he's like, if you guys drive, I'll buy beers for my dad. Obviously, I was I was too little. Um, so we went along, and I saw the little mini cups out there, and I'm like kind of nudging my dad along. I'm like, hey, like, you know, we could do this. And he's like, no, nah, let's just wait till like, you're in college and before we can figure something out. And, uh, yeah, th- those couple summers I was doing just – any types of odds and end jobs I could do to make some money and just kind of show my dad and my family, I was like serious about this. And uh, it wasn't long later before my dad uh, and I kind of went to go look at cars and uh, Steve Naples actually, and his uh, fiance, uh, Pat Grimo were a huge help in helping us find a car and get ready. Um, so they kind of nudged us along as well. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Then we had a blast uh, in 2017 was a rookie year. And uh, 2019, we won our championship with uh, 10 feature wins that year. So, yeah, we made the most of it. Yeah, I'd say so. So, yeah, yeah, your first experience actually racing was into mini cups then. That is correct. Yeah, no no prior experience. And that's uh, even in 2015, 2016, I don't think I really knew much about cars at all. My dad was always wrenching on cars when he was in high school. But uh, two of us combined, we really knew nothing about the racing end of it. It's a whole different world from you know, street cars to race cars. So we knew nothing about it. Um, and that being said, we were welcomed into the mini cup series now. And even with the Midwest super cup series now, um, it's a nice community to be in with those guys. A lot of those guys were with us in CSR um, and they're very welcoming and helpful. Um, so you, you won't be lost along the way because we knew nothing and we found our way and we, we still made the most of it. Yeah. Kind of talk about that process of, of, of finding your way, uh, you know, cause I I've been there, you know, before when I got involved, uh, you know, we didn't really know much about anything and, you know, so we're finding books and magazine articles and, and just trying to tap any, yep. any Avenue you can find uh, for information. Right. Yeah. So there was a lot of guys, uh, Steve Naples again was another one and Jamie Domsky, um, who was a mini cup competitor too, once upon a time, um, the Muchas who uh, they don't race in the mini cup division anymore. But there was a, and even the headings too, when they showed up too, they were a huge help at the track. Um, that was kind of the extent of those people I knew at the time. Um, but we we had a lot of help along the way. And, and for a while, we didn't make any changes to the car, only when something went wrong. My dad and I just left it. We didn't touch it because we were afraid to. Um, and then it's funny because even in 2019, I think uh, those tires I was running are about, like Eric said, they're about season and a half, maybe two seasons old. And they work. Uh, the older those tires get, the better they are. Um, so you just kind of figure out little things like that, what works and what doesn't. Um, and you don't want to change it too much because you see people wrenching back their lot on those cars. And sometimes you have something really, really close and then you take it another step too far and then you're way off with those cars. Um, with those cars, if you're if you're off, you're way off. I mean, and if you're close, then you're probably in that ballpark. But if you start going too far, you're going to be really far off. Ah, the old uh, give the racer yeah. an opportunity to dial themselves out of the racetrack. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, been been there several times. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
<laughs> so what was that process like uh, you get involved uh, you know from you know behind the wheel for the first time uh, you know just kind of trying to feel it all out and kind of figuring out you know kind of what you had to do i'm not even gonna lie the first time i got out there for practice i came home and i was terrified i'm like should i <laughs> should i even keep doing this like it, it takes a lot of nerve i mean even when i was racing legends last year and uh or two years ago and i hopped back into the mini cup it took me a while to get you know, wound up to get my foot down all the way going around Grundy because you get wound up pretty good at Grundy and some of those bumps around Grundy too. It, it's unnerving for sure. Um, so even like all those kids and all those adults, you see a lot of people don't give them credit because it's it's just a mini cup, but um, it's it's a lot. Um, they're a handful to drive too. Um, so yeah, the first time I went out there, I was terrified. Um, and then along the way, you kind of, it was a gradual process with, with building the confidence. And I'd say I'm pretty, pretty conservative out there even now with the mid-am too. So, I mean, I've always been pretty try to make my moves as carefully as I can and be smart about the decisions I make out there. So, you know, um, you might be the only person in the mid am <laughs> mid am division that does that. Oh, I made I made too many mistakes out there still this year, but, uh, yeah, I try to be as careful as it can be and not step on too many toes. I try to be methodical about it, you know, and that's how I kind of went about it with the mini cup too, as I started getting faster and faster with it. Like, you know, I didn't want to put myself in position where I can take myself out at lap four. Like I knew I could catch these guys and they, I knew it from practice. I knew it from qualifying. I knew I had the car to do it because of the help of me or help from my dad and me working on the car all week. I mean, I knew what we had and uh, it was just being patient and making the right decisions. Absolutely. And those yeah. lessons that, that you learn at that level, you know, it, that transfers to everything. We just mm -hmm. talked oh, yeah. about it. Right. Uh, so you made the move, did some legend stuff. Uh, you know what? What did you think about uh, going to the Legends cars from uh, from the Super Cups? Yeah, that, that was a hectic year with COVID, too. We were trying to find time to race, and uh, me and my dad's schedules were really busy at the time, so we, we were unsure what we could do. Um, and it wasn't until we found out how expensive uh, that was, too, even with something that's that, that small, before we started looking into the mid-am, and we're like, hey, like we can be racing at Grundy maybe for something similar to what we're doing now, so... That's how we kind of set that path too. But the legends are—they're a lot of fun too. Um, compared to the mini cups, they're—they're uh, they're twitchy, just like a mini cup. So I was used to that aspect of it. But you have that really high horsepower to weight ratio too. Same with the mid am. So that was a big adjustment going from the mini cup with something with 20 horsepower to 150 horsepower, and now you're pushing 500 horsepower in the mid am. So mm -hmm. just keep making big leaps with it. Yeah, it's certainly, <laughs> uh, definitely. And you made uh, quite the the leap last year, rookie season in the Mad Am series. Uh, I kind of talked a little bit uh, about how you guys made the determination to jump up to that series. Uh, but talk a little bit more about that and just your transition uh, into that kind of car. Yeah, so um, a huge shout out to Matt Clemens, actually, because of that. Um, we were kind of lost along the way. We we're like, well, we don't have the help to do this. We don't know enough to do this. And uh, Matt kind of offered like, Hey, like, let's figure something out. And we, we figured something out for the season. And he was a tremendous help him and his family. Um, so that's who was always wrenching on the car with us at the track was Matt Clemens. And he raced himself this year too. So he had a lot in his plate and uh, he did a lot for us. And uh, same with my dad too. I can't, I can't do it without my dad. I mean, I love my family too, but uh, the rest of my family are pieces, <laughs> but yeah, my dad there. Yeah. I need him there for sure. Yeah. So successful year, like we talked about mid-am rookie of the year, uh, fifth in points out there, kind of, uh, kind of give us a, a a summary of your season, man. How things go out there for for you last year? Yeah, so we started off um, pretty, pretty okay. Um, I was happy with how I was doing initially, um, you know. And there were some of those like suspensions with some drivers, some drivers missing races here and there. So I slowly kind of 
worked up. Um, and then I think July might have been. Um, yeah, my motor, it was just no good after a while. So we found out at the end of the year, the, the camshaft, the lobes on the cab camera just, mm-hmm. just flat. So uh, we were fighting that for God knows how long. It wasn't until it was really, really loud knocking in the motor before we, we pulled it. Um, so then we swapped, we swapped motors, um, kind of went back to the drawing board. And then a couple of weeks later, we started really figuring it out. Like, I think it was the end of July. We started qualifying in the fast heats. And uh, the crappy part about what me and how I did this year, we would get something really, really good. And then I get us into some kind of disaster or something go terribly wrong. And then you kind of have to go backwards. And then we were fighting back up that hill. It was like a back uh, uphill battle again. So it was kind of like that all year. Um, we were kind of just hanging in there, staying relevant. We were always in the picture, I felt like. Um, and then towards the very, very end, I felt like we kind of came in strong after fighting weeks of brake issues. Um, I'm not sure. I think I think Chris got some good photos. You can see some of those photos. The rear brakes were on fire and a couple mm-hmm. of them. So that looked real good. Um, and yes, we were dealing with that for a while. But then the very last race of the year, we ended on a really high note. Um, we were, I think, fourth in that heat race the very last year. And then I was kind of thinking like, because we were sitting sixth in points at the time. I'm like, well, what do I need to do to finish fifth? And I needed seventh, and I finished seventh in that race. So I was extremely happy with how we ended and the progress we made along the way. And then the help that we received along the way and the people we met along the way, the memories we made along the way. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a process, but uh, we, we figured it out more or less, I, I think. And then hopefully we got something more coming into this season and coming into practice in a few weeks. Um, we're just about ready to go, I'd say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you looked at, you know, last season was your rookie year and, and there's always growing pains. You kind of talked about them a little bit. What do you think was your biggest challenge last year? Biggest challenge I think was being in that big car um, compared to the little car. I mean, people were saying that you're going to have to get used to that sensation of speed. It, it wasn't so much a sensation of speed. It was handling a big car um, compared to something so small and twitchy. You know, you get used to how the car rotates around the corner with something so small then you go into something bigger and uh, admittedly, I don't think I was fantastic at diagnosing to Matt and my dad and the rest of the team, like, hey, like, this is what's wrong. This is what we need. Um, towards the end, I feel like I maybe got a bit better. But um, I feel like that and diagnosing what I needed with that car was challenging because when we were on with that setup, we were we were great. And other times when we were off, it was like it was a struggle the whole night and it was frustrating. Um, so, yeah, getting used to that big car and the big car adjustments and handling a big car was probably the biggest thing I'd say. Yeah, and uh, Mid Am Division, it's it, it's very competitive. Uh, oh yeah, out there, there. yeah, it's rough out there for sure. <laughs> yeah, so kind of talk about that and getting used to that level of competition. Yeah, again, I I hope I didn't step on too many people's toes. I tried to be respectful <laughs> where it could be. I know I caused some issues out there occasionally, but uh, yeah, um, those guys race you a heck of a lot harder uh, than most other divisions do. I feel like, I mean, compared to the legend in the mini cups, you're not always leaning on somebody else for mm-hmm. making passers or going around the track. So you have to be a little bit more assertive with the mid am. And, you know, if you have to use the bumper, you got to use the bumper. Sometimes you're going to run up the track a little bit, make some contact. And like, I always try to kind of stay off of people and away from people as much as I can and make them as clean as I can. But there it's kind of like, you got to make your moves smart, but mm-hmm. you gotta, you can't be afraid to use your car up a little bit. Yeah, so uh, you talked a little bit, uh, you know, just a couple weeks here. We're, we're going to be firing things up with practice and yep. uh, trying to talk to you about your 2022, man. What are your goals for the year? What are your expectations? And I, I guess this is the opportunity for you to call your shot, man. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously that future wins, so that's that's a huge goal. If I can accomplish that, that'd be fantastic. And then 
you know, I had a couple couple heat wins last year, but obviously I'd like to win in one of the fast heats as well. I'd like to keep qualifying into the fast heats because um, at the start of the year, I was terrible in qualifying because, again, that was the first experience I really had with, you know, putting a qualifying setup in a car and having to deal with that and driving that car so much differently compared to the race setup because I never really had to experience that with the Legends or with the Mini Cup. It was a turn here or a turn there or maybe a pound of air pressure difference here or there. And that was it. Um, and you drove the car pretty much the same way you did um, in the race. But yeah, with the mid-am, it was a whole different story. So if I can keep qualifying in those fast heats, um, if I could win a fast heat, that'd be awesome. And winning that feature would be awesome. And then just, just being in the picture, you know, just being in that hunt always. I like being in the hunt. It was always really, really big confidence boost to me when I kind of saw like how close I was to some of those, those veteran drivers up there. And like, I'm just, I'm right there with them and I know I can get to them or, just kind of just being relevant, you know, with, with in the pack with the rest of those guys. Um, Cause I grew up watching a lot of those guys too. So it's like from 2014 to now kind of being out there with some of these guys, I, I remember growing up with and even racing with Matt now too. Like it's, it's insane. And uh, it's like a dream come true, but um, yeah, I want to obviously be out there winning those races too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, kind of hard when you're kind of in that position yeah uh, so uh want to ask you a question uh from our comments section so going to uh, the phones throw, yeah well. a little bit here so <laughs> still a little backstory here uh listener michelle hall nine-year-old daughter starting the super cups this year Heck yeah. and wants to know what advice you could give her as a former driver you know what just have fun with it i i think with everything i do i'm very much uh i'm very hard on myself i'm very much in my own head um, just go out there, have some fun. Don't be afraid of anything. Um, don't be afraid to spin out. Don't be afraid to hit the wall. Don't be afraid of any of that. Just go out there and give it everything you got. Um, cause it, it's a process, but you'll learn and you'll meet people along the way. They're going to help you. Um, so just go out there, have fun, make the most of it and try not to be in your head too much. You'll be just fine. Awesome. Awesome advice. And uh, so before we let Eric go, he kind of issued a little bit of a challenge to you <laughs> to get that car out, get that car ready. And he, private, private chatted over here and he's, 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 he's calling you, man. He's calling uh, you. What, what do you got? What do you think? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm in my basement right now and the mini cup motor is like literally 10 feet behind me right now. It's sitting down here. It's been down here for a season and a half. And then the, the cars in the garage, it's, it's more or less probably ready to go. Um, I don't, have new tires for it but i think i can manage with the old tires i have hopefully it's more fun to drive those things anyway it's when they're kind of skating around the track it's more fun when they're a handful anyways um yeah i think i need to try i was thinking about it last year and we were so busy with the mid-am and i was kind of thinking like hey if i have a bad night with the mini cup i don't want that to influence how i do with the mid-am but maybe now you know that i'm going into my second year i know a bit more maybe i can kind of make that transition and have a busier night with the mini cup and try to pull a double duty um, it's something I've been thinking about. I really like running Grundy with a mini cup. Um, I think I can't quite feel the bump in turn one the same way with the mid am, but if you hit that bump just right with the mini cup, <laughs> it's, it sends you through one and two pretty, pretty, pretty wildly. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun place to run the mini cup. So I think I'm gonna have to give it a shot. If not, I need to come out at least and try to run a road course or something different. You know, I mean, he's doing a great thing with the series by running the road courses as well. Um, I raced Blackhawk in. 2019 and uh i think i lapped the whole field at blackhawk with except for except for one car so that was that was pretty cool that we had the car dialed in there so the road courses with those things are pretty fun too so 
I think I need to get back out there. Yeah, I'll make it happen. <laughs> All right, Eric, you heard it. He's he, he was hanging on just to hear what we'd say. So I think we reeled, I think we reeled another one in. Yeah. <laughs> well, Connor, before we let you go, we get like to give all of our drivers uh, that come on opportunity. Obviously, sponsors and people, just partners in general, is what makes this entire sport go around. Oh, for uh, sure. So I want to give you the opportunity to uh, you know recognize the folks that help you. Yeah, first and foremost, thank you to you guys for having me on. It's that's awesome. Um, then I got to thank Matt Clemens and again, my dad and the rest of my family who've been such a huge help for me the last season, especially with this new transition with the mid-am. And then I got to thank uh, European Chalet, Kohler Chiropractic, Connecticut West uh, Competition Parts, Discount Tire, uh, Kilder Haunted City, Canova's Pizzeria, East Dining Salon, Bill's Speed Shop, and Twisted Graphics. A lot of those guys have been with me since the Mini Cup days, so I really appreciate their support as well. And they, they make this this opportunity and this racing season possible as well. Awesome. Well, Connor, thanks for coming on. Uh, we definitely look forward to seeing you at the track this year, both mid-amp and maybe the Super Cup Series. <laughs> I'm going to try. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely be watching, man. And uh, again, thanks for coming on taking some time out. Man. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. We'll see you at the track, man. Yeah, see you guys. Have a good All one. Right. That was Connor Kozowski, your Rookie of the Year in the Grundy County Speedway Mid-American Division last year, fifth place finisher in points, graduate of the Super Cup Series uh chris good good night of of guests here man yeah yeah well we always say we love when people volunteer because that's the half the work's done for us yeah absolutely uh yeah it makes our lives easier and hopefully makes things easier on you out there you don't have to listen to me ramble on <laughs> the entire time which is always great and always much appreciated for myself chris uh i saw a little bit before i got on here your massive schedule that you've got coming yeah up this year yeah that means uh, you're going to be taking a lot of pictures. Uh, yeah, several. <laughs> so when you take those pictures, where can people find them at? Oh, well, eventually I will have them up at goodacrephotography.com. And the way it's been working is goodacrephotography.com slash the track that you are at. So South Bend, Shady Hill, uh, Grundy, hopefully going to get out to Plymouth a couple times this year and see what see what all they got going on out there. But now I'm thinking about how much work I got to do. There's a lot coming so up. I think man. just just my portion of the schedule, just the places that I will be at. I think there's about sixty between April and uh, beginning of April and September. It's a lot, a lot of stuff going yeah. on, and and we're rapidly approaching the time uh, when that's coming up. Here, we got uh, one more virtual uh, event yep. for the Grundy County Speedway this Friday night. Uh, you guys have fun with that. I will not be there in attendance this week, so. Yeah, something about a scheduling conflict or... A... <laughs> yes, yes, correct. I have scheduling conflict Friday evening, and I will not be broadcasting or competing. Uh, but uh, it'll be awesome. Uh, if anybody out there is, wants to catch the iRacing event, uh, we'll have it posted probably in the Driving DJ Network or Driving DJ Network 2. Uh, Grundy County Speedway will probably share the page. Uh, once all that stuff is up Friday evening, in case you're interested in wanting to watch that. But uh, yeah, a couple weeks away from practice. Hopefully... Uh, and hopefully everybody's got their cars ready. Uh, let's see. Let's look at the peanut gallery here. Have oh, to. Dear. Uh, let's see. Mr. Warhead wants to know if you're getting chug points. You're see, you're not with the uh, the water cup tonight. But what are we drinking over here, Stan? Uh, that, that that is a uh, to, to this way Sprecker's cherry cola. Oh, oh look at that go. They're just Steve. not giving me enough money to advertise for them. That's true. And and he says you need to turn a label so. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know how it works. If you pay me, I'll advertise for you. <laughs> and uh, uh, as long as I'm paying for this, 
Yep. So uh, our buddy Steve chiming in needs uh, some virtual drivers for Friday yeah, so night. If you're not doing anything and you're on iRacing, and this goes for uh, for all of you South Bend people, I know Zolaz has already signed up. Yeah, we're doing a. He needs a car painted. I got to. It's probably going to be my uh, post show activity tonight is work on that car. Yep, it is a street stock enduro event uh, Friday night. I believe the virtual Concord Speedway. So that'd be pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, So, yeah, go check that out. If you guys are, I assume probably if you're in the virtual world, you're probably on the Grundy County Speedway iRacing page. Um, Pretty sure they probably have stuff posted to the regular Grundy County Speedway Facebook page about this information as well. If not, I think we know the guy that can do that. We know the guy that can hook (laughs) you up. So, uh, yeah, it's one way or another getting in touch with Grundy, ourselves, whomever. If you're you're interested, we'll point you in the right direction. Uh, As far as this podcast, I... you know, I'm glad we kind of worked through some of the uh, some of the technical issues. I, I kind of <laughs> I found them on my end. Uh, All right. While while we were talking with Eric, so that kind of worked out. Uh, so hope you guys enjoyed this live version. So we are doing audio versions this year. Uh, so we'll you know post the audio versions to Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're kind of getting the Google stuff sorted out and possibly on Amazon as well. I uh, just kind of wanted to get us out there. Um, so everybody can hear it. I know some people can't be tied down to Facebook or YouTube for an hour, uh, which is perfectly fine. Or you love hearing our voices so much that you want to <laughs> catch the live show and listen to us on the go. While are you, are you work, saying so. we have faces for radio? I didn't say it, but <laughs> I mean, I think it's just a given at this point. That's why radio is in our name. Ah, yes. So, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the uh. Junior Zolods wants you to drive in the Enduro. Whoops. So. I'm not saying no. I just got to see how uh, how all the production side stuff works out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you guys have to figure that all that stuff out. Although other, otherwise, the whole thing is going to be a uh, uh, an in car view from my car. So you'll get to see all the things happening way up in front where the people that know what they're doing are driving at. <laughs> well, it, it <laughs> guaranteed it would be entertaining. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> That being said, uh, if you're watching this right now, it means you're on our Facebook or, or YouTube page. If you have not done so, please like, subscribe to those pages. You'll get notifications when we go live. If you click the little ding, the little bell button uh, to get notifications, um, do so there. Uh, we're also on Instagram. I'm terrible about posting on Instagram. Um, but Yeah, maybe, me too. In one of these days, maybe we'll actually be on there. Um you know, it's the social media stuff. It's it's kind of a, you know, you, wait, do, isn't that what we do? We should probably get better at that. Well, it's, it's you got you, you do a, mul- a multiple platform, <laughs> so you got to do on one, you got to do on the other. I am not good at the uh, the apps that kind of integrate everything into one. So, uh, we're getting there. We're working on it. Uh, you know, like I said, back to the audio stuff. So again, I'll reiterate that anchor, Spotify, Apple podcasts, working on some others, uh, links. We'll post them on our, uh, Facebook page. So please like subscribe to that. Um, anything else for, uh, we sign off for the evening, Mr. Goodacre. Uh, I can't think of anything. And if, even if I did, that's just, what haven't we covered yet? I'm not sure, man. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we're back on the, uh, uh every two weeks, uh, I guess a bi-monthly schedule, I guess is what that would be. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. So every two weeks, uh, we'll be so, back in two weeks. <laughs> so we will be back in two weeks. Uh, so make sure you do keep on our Facebook pages about, uh, potential new guests. Uh, and Hey, if you want to be a guest on the show, all you gotta do is reach out to Chris or myself. 
Um, Bob Schwartz, our buddy Bob. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, you he, don't get a choice. You're going to be on here at some point. Yeah, we'll uh, you know coerce him on here. Uh, he wants some dirt stuff, so uh, we'll have to get dirty there this year. Uh, we'll bring him on, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe bother him at Shady Hill one of these times. There you uh, go. Uh, this season, and uh, we'll go from there, bud. All right. So again, we will be back in two weeks. Make sure you uh, kind of scroll and scale our Facebook pages for all the latest news and information from Ileana Stock Car Radio Podcast. And until then, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.